Well, tough day for Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins. Their win streak is over. Good day for the Tennessee Titans. Your final score, Tennessee 34, Miami 3, as the two-time defending AFC South champions get it done again. Oh, yeah. Titans with a bar win. They've won three out of the last four. And with the Cincinnati win over Kansas City. Did they show that game in, in the stadium? They the were end sh- of that game? No, they were showing highlights. And, they, oh. and and there were fans that were keeping up with it on their phone. Because Cincinnati yeah. had first and goal at the one-yard line. They ended up with fourth and goal. <clears throat> they went for it. Instead of kicking a field goal with 50 seconds left to take a lead in a tie game, they went for it on fourth down. Because they didn't want to give Patrick Mahomes. That is the most respect given to a quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we ain't giving you the ball back. Not with 50 seconds. We don't believe our three point. We don't believe that we can stop you from scoring a touchdown in 50 seconds. Yeah. That's what that meant. So they throw the ball in the end zone incomplete. There's uh, there's two penalties. So they redo the down. They throw the ball in the end zone. There's a penalty on Kansas City. So it's first and goal at the one. Joe Bur- uh, Burrow gets hurt on the play. Has to go to the sideline. So backup man. The Bengals' Logan Woodside comes in and takes a knee, then spikes the ball, then they kick the field goal, then they win. That was an unbelievable ending to to a game. It was real. And technically, the Titans did not win the AFC South by beating Miami because Indianapolis technically lost before the Titans won. So there is that. So if you want to put that on the Colts, you can. If you're more in line to, like, want to take – pleasure in the fact that your team won and won the AFC South because they won, you can do that too. Either way. Uh, either way, they're AFC South champions for the first time uh, two years in a row, ever. They formed that division in 2002. The Titans have never won back-to-back AFC t- South titles. Mm. 615-737-1045. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. Hey, Don. Hi. Happy Victory Monday, so, everybody. So, Don was in a really good mood when she got here. As we have gone through the show during breaks, she has become more and more inflamed by her own words. She's transforming. And I said I was going to kind of step back and scale back and calm down for 2022. I wasn't going to get fired yeah. up over stuff. You know, and sometimes I'm the guy over the charcoal grill that still has the lighter fluid that just likes to squirt another squirt just oh, to make just the flame bigger. the whole damn thing on. Don't even talk about That's that. usually like me and Babs it. because I like it when Babs gets gets fired up like this but on, in this case i really said nothing like you've done it to yourself i totally did it to myself. Doing? i did it to myself yep, it happened like it sometimes and it's just about life stuff you know and there he is he's ron slaves wearing tennessee basketball hey, shirt i'm in the build best believe i'm in the build gotta be ready i'm in the build, build. Hey, i ain't got no rules time for the show the show Speaking of Tennessee basketball, Kennedy Chandler and John Fulkerson will be on the floor when Tennessee plays Ole Miss on Wednesday. They missed the Alabama game. And they still almost won. Roll Tide got the win. Yeah, they do. Big three at the end. Uh, yeah, um, so- I'm also fired up about the national media's lack of any kind of mention of the freaking number one seed 
in the AFC. So true. Yeah, and usually you don't really care about that. I don't ever care about it, but I just i I think it's I think it's uh, it's bonk, Slay. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And I think it's lazy, and I think you're not doing your job (laughs) if you ignore them. And I'm not a homer, and it's bonk. This is very true, man. Well, what's weird about it to me, and I get it, because I think you're coming at this from someone who has worked in the news world for your entire career. Yeah. And I'm, I tell people all the time, who are you for? I'm for the story. I'm for the biggest story. Well, how can you look at the NFL football season and not put some respect on what the Titans have done, given everything that's gone on with them this year, injury-wise? It is a huge story. Huge. This so, don't make no sense, man. It don't make no sense. <laughs> it don't make I, no sense. I it will doesn't. say, Good Morning Football and Kyle Brandt, they've always given the Titans love. Okay. They've, they've done a good job. They do their research. They've done a good job of, of giving Titans their due, I think. Call the right names. Yes. So pronounce Foreman's name right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Deontay Foreman was looking for you yesterday. If you were wearing a Miami Dolphin jersey, he was looking for you. Yeah, run hard. Seeking really hard contact. He, he, tell me. I mean, he was putting it on the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Flipper was rolling over in his grave. <laughs> thinking about that effort the Dolphins he put out over, there. He was flipping over and over, wasn't he? Who was the Dolphin that was, uh, oh, it's the Dolphin. That was <laughs> That was missing an ace? An ace Ventura. Yeah, so was. What's the name of the dolphin? Snowflake. Snowflake. Snowflake, so was. Snowflake. How would you remember that? You always remember that. That's funny with the the use of snowflake generation and all of that Mm -hmm. nowadays. Oh, I thought you were going to go weather, that we had snow last night. Oh, that too. I forgot about that. (laughs) Right. No, you go right back down your path. Dude, I'm like on fire. Hey, can we talk about the national media a little bit? Like, can we whine about? I just want to whine a little bit about. I also want to show that. Can we play? You know what? I'm just taking over. I'm not we asking. We can do anyone. anything you, you want to do. Basketball. I don't know what I'm trying We're... to ask. I'm like tiptoeing. I'm like, this yeah, isn't my show. Tipping, tipping. You know what? I'm done. Hunk, I need you to play from Good Morning Football this morning. Play Kyle Brandt Track and what six. he said about the Titans. I'm not surprised that they're alive and that they survived the Derrick Henry thing. But the one seed? It's awesome. And you say it again, they are the one in the AFC. Not all this Joe Burrow and Mahomes and Josh Allen. The Titans. It is so awesome. And I just think, like, you know, the Warriors, when they lose Steph Curry, they don't go and get the number one in the West. They can't just keep playing. If Kirby enthusiasm loses Larry, they're screwed as the show. The Titans <laughs> lost Derrick Henry. They lost, he hasn't played the game since Halloween. The next week, the Titans beat the Rams. Then they beat the Saints. Like, they didn't even give a damn. And I actually feel like it's really become part of their identity that they're these hard-ass guys who are like, I don't care if we lost Derrick Henry. Good, good. We, let's do it without Derrick Henry. I just, the fact that we're sitting here 100%. in January and the Titans without Derrick Henry are the number one, not the two, and it's the last team in the world that you want to get a bye because that's another week for him mm-hmm. to come back. Mm-hmm. Peter talked about the Packers and all the guys they might get back with their bye. Well, the Titans on the other side, are, like they're getting back the franchise with yeah. another week. And here, maybe he'll be out there this week. Imagine a bonus week and then unleash him in the divisional round. It's just awesome. And I do think they're the sleeping the giant because they still don't have sizzle. No one's saying, ooh, the Titans are so fun and sexy. All they are is the number one in the AFC. I'd beat that. 
I mean, all that, they are, and nobody's talking about it. The, and I get the non-sexy thing because I've always been like the non-sexy girl, right? Oh, you're a female who does sports, but I've always, I'm, I'm not, you know, I just, right? I got no style, I got no dance what? moves, I got, you know, so works. I get that. I got but nothing. like, they just <laughs> consistently are solid and come and do their job, and you know nobody wants are? to talk about them. Yeah, the Titans are Elizabeth Moss. That's what the Titans are. Who's that? She was in Mad Men. She was in um, the uh, Handmaid's Tale thing. Like, phenomenal actress. But you're going to be like, who's that? Until Slay pulls it up. That's what I I just said. Yep, you know her. I'm telling you. So everybody knows her. The Titans are Elizabeth. Listen, I told you earlier the Titans were Mona Lisa. (laughs) Remember? Like, not attractive at all. Mm -hmm. You did say that. But everybody in the world respects it. And understands what they're getting, like the the best painting in the world. But nobody talks about it. Yeah. Now I'm Everybody talks talking. about Mona Lisa. So I do want to point this out, by the way. Titans are Mona Lisa. They're or Elizabeth Mona Lisa. Moss. If you want to today Elizabeth it up, Moss. they're Elizabeth Moss. I, I, I like that. Okay. I just Googled Elizabeth that. Taylor. Do you know what also not, not stood Elizabeth. out, though? They haven't been married 17 times. That, <laughs> that was a four and a half minute segment on Good Morning Football. They didn't mention the defense once until the last 20 seconds of that four and a half minute Mm -hmm. segment. And that is crazy to me, too. But that plays into the not sexy like defense isn't sexy nowadays. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my gosh, is that defense good? Yeah. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Buck Rising's coming up next. But Tony the Stud has been very, very patient. Yeah. So we'll put Tony the Stud on when we come back. Then we'll talk with Buck Rising. Tony, Tony, Tony. Has done it again. And uh, we'll see what Buck had to say. Buck is the master of the sideline. Yes. He's always there for all the media availability. Yes, he is. He was there when Taylor LeJuan cried. <laughs> that ain't funny. He was there when A.J. Brown said, yeah, Ryan Tannehill came to the huddle and said, hey, man, let's put it on him. That was real. We'll be right back. 3HL 104.5. <laughs> Play fake, took it by low, loses the ball. It's rolling free. The Titans are trying to get on it. Everybody's trying to get on it inside the 15. It's Titan ball! Tagovailoa had it slip out of his hand. And the Titans go get with Elijah Molden. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. You want another reason why the Titans are a national story? Are not a national story? Most wins over teams currently over 500. Colts. Packers, each with five. Chiefs and Buccaneers, each with six. The Titans have seven, most in the NFL. Uh, man, um, John Robinson, while we're here with stats real quick, John Robinson, six years as general manager, no losing seasons, playoffs in four out of six, two division titles. The six year prior to John Robinson, no playoffs, four head coaches in the six years previous. 615-737-1045. We'll get to Buck Rising in just a second. Tony the Stud on 3HL. Tony, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you. What up, Tony? Um, <laughs> hey, Ron. How are you? Don? Uh, good to talk to you guys. I appreciate you taking my call today. Um, I just wanted to kind of talk about the Titans real quick. First off, I wanted to say one thing about Antonio Brown. What a loser. My goodness. Just 
does any organization care about really getting you your stats anyways when the Bucks are really trying to win games to get a better spot in the playoffs? I mean, like, and they were losing to New Orleans during a good portion of that game. So the Jets, yeah. I, I just yeah. don't – I don't understand. He's just such a loser. All right, anyways. Well, real uh, quick on I, that one, um, he's got problems. Yeah. So I, I – I, Like deeper. Yeah, yeah, I hesitate to go, you know, personal on him. Because you don't know what's going on, clearly uh, he's not right. So well, I, he needs I to get help. That. I'll take that to heart, and yeah. uh, I'll, I'll keep my mouth uh, quiet on it until we figure that out. But if he doesn't have it, if it's just if it's just strictly he wants the money and the stats, and if that comes out, that's a problem. Man, the Titans. You know, you remember earlier in the season we were talking about um, what the NFL and had put the Titans. At. I think it was nine and eight, right? I think that's what it was. It was over under nine wins or nine and a half wins or something like that. I think it was, yeah, with I think nine and a half, yeah. I mean, with all the injuries, Ron, I mean, I'm sure that you can, you've played ball before. When you lose a guy, it's really hard to replace that same guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have, you have to have some really good coaching, and which is why I think Mike Vrabel is the coach of the year. Um, the Titans easily could have been, you know, I'm thinking that they win next week. They were, they're going to be 12 and five, I think. Did anybody see the Titans winning 12 games healthy is my real question. I don't think they did. They could have easily went 5-12 and 12 this year's uh, guys, with the injuries that they have. And here's what's really dangerous about the Titans. I love when people don't talk about them. That seems to be when they thrive and do their best. And what's really dangerous about it is now Julio is going to be back on the other side of A.J. after this COVID going into Week 17. You get the first seed. Derrick Henry comes back. This is going to be – this defense is the best in the league right now. This is a very dangerous team right now. And I'm telling you, if we get a week of rest, nobody wants to see the Titans, whether the national media is talking about it or not. Love you all. Thank you, Tony. 615-737-1045, always the number at 3HL1045. Buck Rising joins us now on 3HL. Buck, what's up? How are you? Hello, friends. Duh, Buck. Let's start with Julio Jones. Tony was talking uh, about Julio. Is playoff Julio going to be different than regular season Julio? Uh, no, probably not. But I think <clears> that, you know, I think that there are, if there's something that he can still give you, it just has to be functional. And the offense has shown that even if it's just a functional version of whatever Julio Jones is right now, that that's enough to free things up for other players to make plays around the field, all over the field. So I'm I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to – I think people just need to reset their expectations with Julio at this point because that seems to be the most rational approach. And then whatever you get outside of that, anything more that you get, then you exceed your expectations and then you can feel much better about the Julio Jones experience. At Buck Rising on Twitter, I, I heard you talking about this. I loved it. Uh, on your show today, you were talking about – how uh, I guess you were with A.J. Brown in the tunnel, and he, and he was talking about uh, Ryan Tannehill, who I always call as a robot. Robot Ryan Tannehill. Everybody loves their favorite robot. I get it. But in this case, A.J. said, he went in the huddle in the second half and said, let's put it on him. I love that. You, you know what? Well, I do too, especially because I'm dying to know what he said in the huddle. I wouldn't know what exactly he said in the huddle but you know listen Tannehill I think the most frustrating thing for me about Ryan Tannehill is the fact that I know he's so good unless he's in front of us (laughs) he's very very and listen Miami media took that dude for a ride for seven years I don't blame him for being this intentionally uninteresting the way that he is 
Um, but, you know, he's shown moments that he has this tremendous personality, and he's got a great sense of humor, I hear, but we don't necessarily get to see it a whole lot. And, yeah, so I think for, you know, to act like a pro throughout the course of the week and then in the last drive to want to stick it to him and twist the knife a little bit, I think, you know, I, I appreciate that. That's, uh, that, is the kind of, that is the kind of sadisticness that I respect. What do you think about this group? You know, a lot of people make, uh, you know, get get fed up with the lack of national attention, all those things. And, and Dawn typically doesn't, but she is now. Um, because and I, and I agree with her from a news standpoint. Like, if you're looking for some of the better stories that are out there, it's hard to find a better story than this Tennessee Titans group having gone through the situation that they've gone through, the many injuries, the 88 players, all of those things, and here they sit one week away from the number one seed in the AFC, I think it's a tremendous story. You've been around that locker room all season long. What is it about that culture? Well, that's a really good question because it's, it's I mean, it really had a, an emotional effect on players yesterday. Yeah. Because this been this has been hugely difficult and you know i I, the best sample size because you said locker room and it it gave me uh, it made me upset a little bit because i haven't been able to be physically in a (laughs) locker room in two years in it and you know these guys so much less than you used to i don't i don't have a sense for how the how the last two rookie classes are or the guys who were brought in free agency other than the super super sanitized, uh, no pun intended, media setting that we have. And frankly, we're one of the only media cores that hasn't been sent back virtually in the NFL right now. So people are going back to Zoom and further uh, distancing the, 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 you know, the ability to know the players between media. So I think that what Mike Frabel has done, they clearly respect the way that he – will tell them, and he's been correct about this each and every time, do not worry about the doubt that people are putting in front of you. If you trust us, we will put you in a position to succeed. And to his credit, even every game but Arizona, where they, I mean, they just got the doors blown off them against Arizona. I don't think there's any way to kind of diagnose that other than week one weirdness. And, yeah, they got their asses kicked. But every other game outside of that, it's clear and obvious that they have had a plan, a path to victory. And when they go, when they have these, you know, disastrous moments as far as not one or two turnovers, but three or four or even five in the case of the last Houston Texans game, there has been a plan to win those games. And you can see that materialize until the turnovers kind of blow that up. So they trust him. They just, they just trust him that he has their best interests in mind and that he and the coaching staff are going to make sure that they have the best ability to succeed as long as they follow the plan that's put in place. And it's worked um, swimmingly. He's the, he's the second most by win percentage. He's the second most successful coach in the history of the franchise. And he's done that in a sample size that's 48 games bigger then my guy Lou Rimkis, I think is how I pronounce his name, from 1960 to 1961. He only lasted 20 games in the head in the head coaching gig. He's the first coach in the history of the franchise. Mike has done it by, I mean, you talk about cliches and buying in. They just believe in him and what he's going to be able to help them do to put them in the best position to succeed. And I will remind everybody listening that that's the exact job that he was chosen for when he was hired to replace Mike Malarkey. And it looked like this thing was going to kind of stall out around nine and seven 
every year, and John Robinson felt that they could do more. This is the more. I mean, he was fired coming off a playoff run, which is uh, – he was hired coming off a playoff run, which is even more amazing uh, with regard to that deal. At Buck Rising on Twitter, Buck Rising, you can hear him uh, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone weekdays. Uh, Buck, turning toward um, the Derrick Henry situation, Mike Vrabel obviously saying today that the team has discussed opening the practice window for Derrick Henry. They'll make a decision Midweek is the anticipation there, and and in terms of anticipation, our anticipation has to be that that practice window will be made open for Derrick Henry this week, don't you think? Uh, All signs point in that direction, whether uh, it's been the way that, you know, he's been out of the boot for a couple of weeks now, and he's been around the facility pretty consistently. I know know the Titans media, like in-house media, has done some stuff with him, but it's never been, you know, about the injury. It's been about... You know, what he's doing for people in the community and, and things of that nature, which is, of course, lovely. But at this point, I don't think want to hear him talk about the foot. Um, I think that with, you know, what you saw from uh, Clay Travis this weekend and from Diana Rossini, uh, he has been able to continue to make progress on that. Sounds like he's been doing a lot more as far as the conditioning element of this uh, rehab process is concerned. And that if they have the opportunity to give him a full week of work and make a decision on him, that that decision would make him available in the final week of the regular season. You know what's interesting about that, too, with uh, obviously the emergence of Deontay Foreman, who uh, I think is still looking for Dolphins players. Like he's out at Green Hills Mall right now looking for Dolphins players. Like if you're wearing Dolphins gear and you're out and about in Nashville, look the hell out for Deontay Foreman because he's going to plant you. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's where you could possibly potentially take that slow roll approach with Derrick Henry because you're really not changing anything. Uh, obviously, the skill set is maybe Hall of Fame elite with one guy. Uh, but uh, Deontay Foreman has proven that he can get the job done over the course of the last four or five weeks. And, and so maybe in terms of game planning, you don't really have to change anything. So you can literally see if Derrick's got something or get knocked the rust off, whatever you want to say about, about Sunday. Yeah, well, and because, you know, I know Slay has, has talked about this before with, with the Jones fracture surgery, and, and, you know, I don't know. None of us are medical professionals, obviously. We can only speak to people who have experienced this. I am at times, but... Do you think people were really thinking we might be medical professionals? Like, did you really have to make that point? Ah, uh, listen, I would say to you that there are a lot of people who we love and, of course, who we respect that need to take things less seriously or less literally and or really need to consider the sources that they're consuming things respectfully but you 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 know okay i'm sorry bro no you go but thank you you know when i was younger and i was thinking of like you had to have a nickname to be a really good player and i was going to give myself dr slay so (laughs) when you were a kid you're going to be dr slay (laughs) yeah so i kind of that that's what that's what you told him to go with dawn that's what you wanted I'm just saying, I, thought, I, am, I thought it was I'm getting doctor, something different. I'm, doctor, I'm not going to lie. That I'm didn't take. How did that not take? Because uh, they said Slay was good enough. So The, the Slay ride, but listen, I went on the Slay ride at the Music yes, City Bowl uh, on Thursday. That was an overwhelming experience. I don't know how you but Let me that. ask you this, Buck. Did Richard Rising have a nickname? <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Old, old Dick Rising is out here roaming the uh, roaming the uh, the God knows where. I don't know where old Dick Rising is right now, but he's doing it Dick Rising's way. Oh, I can't do it. What was the original question? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, how about we get a foot? There? 
We're out of time anyway. Buck Why do you Rising, make Tennessee, at Buck Rising. To Tennessee Vols so that because you took Slay away and you oh, cost yeah. them the game. Yeah, you come over to our seats at the Tennessee oh, Purdue yeah. game. Tennessee's in complete control of the game. You take Slay away and Purdue scores the next 16 points. <laughs> no, we were on the field for all of that. We I were having people demanding that we went back to the field because as soon as we left the field, they imploded. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was right. a long walk. Put this on me, Ricky Bobby. I'll put it on whoever. I'll I'll put whatever I want on you. Mark's paying real estate. I don't know where we're going, but we're going here. Buddy Ellie Carpet One presents Bug Rising on 3HL. You put that on him. They sure do. You know what I want to put on? In fact, I have it on right now. I got my Buddy Allen Carpet One hoodie on. It's soft. Not only do they have the most comfortable hoodies, they will put you in the best position as far as your home renovations are concerned with your full-service flooring needs. You want carpet? They got it. You want hardwood? They got it. You want fake hardwood? They got it, too. They'll get you the exact flooring surface that you need to fit your family's needs and your home. BuddyAllenCarpet1.com is where you go. Jenna, Zach, they're the best family-owned business. They've been doing it for a while, and they make, of course, uh, my visits with our friends at 3HL Possible. We're very grateful for BuddyAllenCarpet1.com. Thank you, bud. Good stuff. We'll be listening tomorrow. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. <laughs> Goodbye. He kind of Jim Nance's that thing, doesn't he? Goodbye, friends. And Nance lives in Nashville. Like, it, if Nance, no, it's if Nance, an aggressive Nance, though. Nance is, is. not. But do you think Nance takes a like if Nance is in his car right now listening? Do you think he takes offense to Buck using his stuff? Hello, friends. No, because in my <laughs> mind, Jim Nance is like the nicest man ever. Mm. You know, the whole hello, like he's friends. He's just professional, nice, Mr. Rogers. All of that, and Buck is not. <laughs> He's the anti-Nance. He's the anti. He's the bizarro <laughs> Nance. He's the anti. <laughs> yeah. Go and do yourself a favor. Google at some point um, why Jim Nance says hello, friends, when he starts a broadcast. It's a tribute to his father. It's phenomenal. Um, all right. When we come back, there was a Titans fan named Chad, named Chad Davis who lost his wedding band. I heard about that. The Titans are chasing rings, people, and they're finding them. I'll tell you about it next. Here you go, 104.5 The Zone. Brett Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay. Hello. Where at you? And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Up, Tighten down. up. up Tighten and down. Up, up and down, up. people. Um, so I can relate to this story. Chad Davis, Titans fan, lost his wedding ring. I lost mine at like you know the big kahuna down at Destin? <laughs> I have not heard this story. <laughs> it's a water park down at Destin, big kahuna. Okay. I, I did. Well, I like in Pulp Fiction, the Big Kahuna Burger. Okay. Can I have a bite of that tasty burger? So you lost it. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, they dragged okay. the they dragged the pool and stuff at the end when everybody leaves, and then they found it. So I just went the next day and got it. Like scuba gear and all, they get in that thing, looking for stuff. <laughs> well, Chad Davis put this on Twitter. I lost my wedding band somewhere at the game today. It's not the only time I lost my. <laughs> It's a good thing dudes' wedding bands are pretty much like, like you can just go. Now I get the rubber ones. I, I have the real one in a safe. I wear a rubber one all the time because I lost three during our honeymoon. Well, 
what in the world is the point of keeping the real one in the safe then? <laughs> if you've already lost them, it's not like it's yeah, sentimental because it I was mean, like the, the marriage. I, I mean, you might as well just one. wear the real one. The, the, the real one. Yeah, the real. I want to do the tattoo. The real one. I wore on our wedding day, and I wear it for special occasions. The rubber one is where I wear every day because I know I'll lose If it. you jam your finger playing basketball, you can get the rubber one off your finger. Just don't j- just don't jam your finger. Yeah, like- well, the next obvious question is, Mayor, when are you playing basketball? <laughs> anyway. All right, Chad, back to Chad. Double D, no, you so got, I you got put that shot. You got yeah, that three-point shot. I saw Double D. Double D came from somebody. and Lil Ron came to, to Drew Doherty's three-on-three tournament this weekend. My and was I, he was so happy. He shot way too many threes because <laughs> you were there. It. I loved it. Oh, is he trying to show out? Oh, I loved it. Then I he took it. it to the basket. Yeah. He's, he's good, though. That's what he is. <laughs> he's a little baller. Yeah. He's a defensive tackle playing point guard. That's what he, <laughs> he is. He is. can handle it. It's shifty, though. Physicality, man. He's a little De- Deontay Foreman to him. That's, I was going to say, he's very Foreman, right? Let's go. Contact. You, Come on. I told you a ref told me last year, he's like, man, your kid is the hardest kid out here to, def- <laughs> to, to, refer- to officiate. Yeah. Because he's looking for contact. Mm-hmm. He's 11. <laughs> uh, Chad Davis on Twitter. I lost my wedding band somewhere at the game today. From the day we got married, sick to my stomach, was sitting in section 202. Please share in case someone found it. I would pay to recover it at Titans. Hashtag Titans. Burke Nihill, president and CEO of the Titans, tweets out, all good, Chad. Someone will be in touch about how to get it back to you. That That is, hey, man. That is awesome. That don't happen, y'all. I'm telling you. So that don't I, happen. So I, <laughs> I texted Burke. Sure I said, you're the man. And he said, uh, as general pr- principal, our organization doesn't sleep until we get the ring. I like <laughs> Which that. Which I thought was a great <laughs> like that, that is great. great. Oh, that's savvy. great. And uh, he said, really lucky to work with 200-plus servants. Saw the tweet, sent out a, an all-call, and within 10 minutes we had everybody still at the stadium on, uh, out in the snow looking for the ring and found it. That's cold, man. So it wasn't like yeah. somebody just found it. Yeah. I mean, they physically they went, went out there. So I in the tweeted. Snow. It was snowing an hour after the game or so. It started to snow over there. Yeah. I tweeted something about, um, like, uh, on that tweet after they had found it, I tweeted something like, I love this city fans team, mm-hmm. whatever. And somebody said, you act like other cities and teams wouldn't do this. You need to get out more. I'm like, you need to get out more. Like, what like, dude, I'm in a about? different Where do you live? city. In your basement right? under a rock? What is like? I'm in a different city every single weekend yeah. for yeah. 18 straight right. weeks in right. the fall. Doesn't, that doesn't count, Don. Go to an airport once in a while. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Get out more. On a plane. And my like, response was a sideline reporter who's out every week right? for 18 weeks. Not only out, but like with a different team, mm-hmm. city. Fan base every single week during football season and all of last year when Don, the you, entire country was freaking closed. Have you ever been to Vegas? I mean, men lose their <laughs> wedding rings there all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do hey, they? your girl pulled an all-nighter at, uh, after the Vegas Bowl. Oh, well, I was talking about Babs. Had that 6 a.m. flight. There's no point. My game was late. Hey, and it's Vegas. What would you sleep time? for? Why Wait, would you so sleep? Now that we've gone down this path, your game of choice has to be slots. Why would you say that? I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, so my game of my game of choice was poker. Oh, poker! But okay. that where we stayed, we were kind of like at the end of the strip, so their poker room was not open. So you Coven. did what? So I did blackjack. 
Ah, there you go. I like that, Babs. Yeah, all right. I am corrected. Babs, yes. I did not. I, I, I didn't think you had the patience to Blackjack play is the game, especially if you're going for the free drinks. Oh, yeah. Because Blackjack takes the longest to play. Yeah. yeah. Poker, though. I, man, Babs, poker I takes a while, mad, Actually, Babs. poker's the longest. Oh, I can get bad. Yeah. <laughs> at the dealer? You? No, or, for or poker. At, yeah. No, for poker. No, yeah. at, at some of the other. Yeah. For, at the players. <laughs> yeah. For playing it, the wrong it cards. It's interesting, though. I get mad at Blackjack when people play the wrong. wrong cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, my, that should have still dad, been in the deck. Dad taught me early. But you See know what, what the though? dealer is showing? Don't you ever hit on that. Yeah, but and you then know you'll what? have some grandma from, you know, uh, Iowa City who hits on 18 and gets like a face card. And you're like, come on now. But why let me are you ask grouping you this? grandmas together? That's why, bunk. Why would you grandmas just keep it? Stereotype Why would you take the directions of a book that they made? What do you mean? Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> no, I'm just asking a question. <laughs> you're one why of the would ones you that, take the directions the one, of a book? You're one of book. the ones that you do what you're not supposed to do, no, do and then everybody feel. at the table loses except for you. I mean, hey. <laughs> you're that I guy. mean, well, okay, so what you if take you all lose? The, all the cards out of the deck. I was just telling that. Telling you. So it's Grandma's in Iowa City and Slay. I take an L for the team. Slay. <laughs> yeah, Grandma's and Slay. That's right. We roll together. I told oh, Babs man. during a break today, I said, I can't wait. I, ho- I really hope I still know you when you're 70. <laughs> Get off my lawn, kids. By and the don't way, pet the horse. Harold Landry uh, ranked number nine in the NFL in sacks. And Danico Autry, 19. There you go. This defense, man. Where are we tomorrow? This whole team. We are at Nashville West. Yes. On Charlotte Pike. It's the last at one. Buffalo Wild Wings. Last regular season one. We may oh. have something in the works. But yeah, come see us. Nashville West had the first one. They get the last one. Y'all represent Coach's Show next. Let's go. See ya.